Welcome to Hemp Logic Radio, where we attempt to sift facts from opinions in this upside-down world of industrial hemp. Hey, 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 good morning. Uh, great show we got uh, coming up uh, about Claude Water. I uh, just want to let everybody know that um, we uh, are live. We do not do any editing, so you get what you get is what you get. Um, which sometimes causes some uh, hiccups, but it, it looks like the last three, four or five shows I've had some you no know, problems with audio. So uh, let's hope that we have another great show. I've got on the uh, on the on the line Mark Seiden as well as Alex Galendez. Is that right? Yes, Alex Galendez. Galendez, nice to have you on, Alex. Mark, you and I were Thank just talking. You, you guys. Uh, how are you guys doing there? I think you guys are all in New York. Uh, yes, yeah. we are. Um, this, yep. And uh, I, I really appreciate you having us. And before we dive in, I just, uh, I'd be remiss if I didn't uh, just say uh, that, you know, our thoughts and prayers go out to all the folks that are you know, being affected by this uh, unprecedented crisis, um, you know, to the families and the victims and, you know, a huge salute to, the folks on the front line who are, you know, the ultimate heroes right now, putting their lives at risk to save, you know, many of these people. And obviously to the hardest hit, uh, you know, by this crisis uh, in things like the hospitality industry. Um, so sorry, wanted to just throw oh, that out there. Don't, don't be sorry, Mark. Deep, I think it's, it's important that we, <laughs> I think it's important that we, we acknowledge those that are out there. I kind of wish that I was a little younger and get out there and, and had a different kind of job that, that uh, you get out on the front lines and put yourself being an ex Marine, it kind of, uh, you just kind of want to get in the mix. So uh, yeah. yeah. Well, welcome guys. I, I, I know that uh, your, your media gals reached out to me and, and asked if you guys could come on. I said, sure. And then, you know, she sent over your guys' uh, in your deck and, one of the first things that um, that hit me was, you know, how, how did this start? You know, being an entrepreneur, you see something and then you see it and you go, how did, what, 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 what inspired you? What, what caused this to happen? So I, that was one of the things I, I wanted to, to touch on was how did you get up with, how did you come up with cloud water and you know, tell us the story? Sure. Well, um, unfortunately for me, as the deeper we get into the story, uh, the less about me it's going to be. And, uh, uh, you know, we'll get into the team and so forth. But uh, this is a kind of a classic case of, um, you know, timing or opportunity and crisis. They don't follow a calendar, right? They can strike at any time. And I had a uh, – I, I have very little beverage experience. I had uh, self uh, kind of funded and, and run a real estate data company uh, for about 15 years, which I was fortunate enough to exit um, in early 2018. And by no means was it enough to retire, uh, but it was enough to say, hey, good job. And it made me hungrier, you know, to find my next project. But before I did that, I thought maybe I should just take a little break, you know, ease the mind and, and decompress. And I was literally sinking into my lounge chair and I get a knock on the door and there it is. It's opportunity. It's uh a good buddy of mine, my co-founder, Barry Kelman. Uh, Barry uh, was really, really passionate about having come home from Los Angeles. And uh, he was at a party, incidentally, and some people uh, the next morning or that night, I, I forget the exact detail, were drinking uh, CBD water. And he saw it very popular, so he tasted it. 
And I know we're live, so I won't use expletives, but, you know, he said, wow, this, 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 this doesn't taste, taste good. Like sleep. <laughs> this tastes like sleep. Uh, we're, uh, we're, we're a safe show, but, it, you know, I didn't know. It, you don't have to worry about offending anybody. No, it's, no that's okay. It's, when I go on Howard Stern later, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to curse all the yeah. time. But, yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, so, you know, uh, you know, Barry you know, told, told me about this and he asked me, um, he's like, since you've, you know, run and advised some businesses, could you help me figure this out? And I said, sure. Um, and I introduced him to a bunch of people that I thought could help him. And they, you know, all separately went out to dinner and a few weeks had passed and I get a call and it was, Hey, you know, uh, I had dinner with this one, this one, and this one, and there's a meeting at my apartment tonight you should come because, you know, you helpful in, you know, orchestrating the meetings. I said, sure, what the hell, I'll go. And I went to the meeting, and uh, this is like uh, a guy who, um, you know, consults to food and beverage companies. There's a guy who was in the cannabis space, um, um, you know, f- uh, for years, and then a marketing guy. And they were all very, very positive on, you know, the, the market, and especially uh, the samples that Barry had put together. Uh, what I didn't know at that time, I knew his sister, but I didn't know enough. She runs a flavor lab, uh, you know, near New York, and she was able to whip up these really great tasting samples. And everybody at the meeting was intrigued. And I had no idea what I was doing at the time. I looked at Barry, and Barry is a great guy, but he's not an operator. I said, Barry, mm-hmm. just make sure you find a really good CEO. And they all looked at me, right? <laughs> and I said, what the hell are you guys what the hell are you guys looking at me for? I don't know anything about this. And one of the guys <laughs> no, like, no, no, you no, no, that. don't you dare look at me. <laughs> right, right, don't look at me. And listen, I guess if I was in therapy, my therapist would say, uh, well, you threw that out there for a reason, didn't you? But anyway, um, uh, you know, th- they left. He looked at me. He's like, you're my guy. I want you to be my co-founder. I want you to help me build this business, and let's do it. And I was very humbled and grateful by that opportunity. Uh, and you could see it wasn't some magical dream I had or, or came up. This was something, you know, I'd rather be lucky than good. This fell into my lap. But, you know, obviously there was a lot of work to do. So uh, knowing that I didn't know anything about beverage, I, I said, let me do some due diligence. And I went and I met with a sister. And I was so impressed by her knowledge. And that started a one thing leads to another chain of introductions, networking, education, And I don't want to take all day to tell the story, but I met with our co-packer who was so impressive. And then I met with who is now our COO, um, Carol Dollard, who is the former COO of Vitamin Water. And she introduced me to Alex, who's an incredible woman and has a great background running brands like Runa and Blueprint. And she'll tell you about herself. Sorry, Alex, I don't want to steal the fire. But there was one commonality that, that came out of all these meetings that everybody wanted to be involved with the brand and loved the vision, and nobody put their hand out and started asking for money. They all wanted to invest in one way or another in the future of the brand. So here I was, you know, understanding operations and business, but not really knowing beverage, and I was set up through this one thing to another with beverage royalty. I was totally insulated from my ignorance and lack of experience, and uh, it really gave, you know, it really set us down this, this path that we're, we're on now. And, you know, our ethos has always been to create uh, a premium, transparent, you know, fun, approachable brand that uses the best ingredients, that's transparent about it, and something that people will, you know, sample and love. And if I can toot one horn, it's not me, of what this company has done, 
we've created an incredible well-free beverage with, you know, a nice doses, efficacious dose, dose of uh, CBD that tastes incredibly well. And that comes from all the feedback we get on a daily basis from our customers. So um, that, that's the foundation of how we started. And, uh, you know, we're, we're really excited for what's to come in the future, minus what we're going through now, of course. Oh, yeah, we got to get through. We got to get through that. Um, Alex, you got you want to you want to talk a little bit about how you got got on board? Um, did you? Yeah, yes, absolutely. Did you run into market was, on the subway and. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was it was love at first taste. Um, as Mark mentioned, you know, I have um, I, quite a few years in the beverage industry and um, have always actually been in the functional beverage. Space. So um, certainly a big advocate of um, beverage brands that not just taste great, but actually do something that you can feel. Um, and, you know, CBD had come onto my radar a couple of years ago, and I had probably tried, I'd say, you know, 20 or 30 different brands by the time I found Cloudwater. And um, they always fell apart either in one sense or the other. It was either the taste or I just really didn't feel anything. Um, and so after, you know, trying various brands, um, Carol, who Mark mentioned is our CEO, um, said, you've got to try this one. And by then I was so skeptical. I was like, I've tried them all. I, I just, I'm, I, I'm just not really impressed. And I had, you know, my favorite blood orange coconut still to this very day and was just amazed. Um, number one, you know, the taste profile is incredible. We, um, you know, we've got botanicals that we blend to our different flavors and just how those flavors come together is truly unique. Um, I haven't seen anything that was just as um, holistic from a taste profile perspective. And, you know, as soon as I had my full bottle, I'd say, you know, 10, 15 minutes later, I started feeling actually just kind of at peace. <laughs> and I thought, holy cow, it's just, you know, in my head. So, um, you know, tried uh, a few more and sure enough, you know, I could, it tasted great and I could actually feel something. Um, and that's what did it for me. Obviously met Mark, um, who is an insanely charismatic leader. Um, so that's always a huge, huge plus. And the team that was involved with this brand was so, so impressive. So, um, you know, before I knew it, I was, you know, working uh, full-time with, with Mark to just try and build and launch this brand. Oh, I opened up your guys' deck, and I'm like, what, what in the – who is this guy? Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's, a, it's a list of who's who in the beverage industry. And, it's, yeah. and they're all – it's like, wow, this is absolutely insane. So, I mean, it's, it, I, I think I told Mark earlier, if, if this fails, it's not because you didn't have the right team. Uh, well, you know, just, just to add to that, thank you very much, by the way. And, Alex, those are very kind words. And I think, you know, we've seen uh, a lot of sports teams put, put a who's who of free agents, you know, on paper together, and they, you know, they come in last place. And I think it goes a lot further than just um, how incredible Alex is and, the acumen and, and Carol has a PhD in biochemistry. So she brings the scientific nature to it. It's really how well this team gels together. And you, you know, you really test everybody. Uh, not that I do, but the world tests everybody at a time of crisis. And I sent a note to my team the other day, just telling them how proud I was and privileged I was to work with them that despite the crisis where we all have these, you know, convergence of health, health concerns, financial concerns, you know, worry for friends and family. They show up every single day ready to go to battle. And on top of that, this entire team has expressed their desire for us to do our part and give back. And we've been 
you know, making donations within our means, both product and monetarily. And it just makes me feel so proud that we're not just like, hey, let's get through this and survive. It's just a very well-rounded, you know, team, diverse, and, and, and it's that commonality and that chemistry that really uh, makes that piece of paper that you think looks great. It's incredible uh, to work, you know, go to work every day. It's so I, I'm a big underdog. I've always been a, a advocate for the for the underdog. It's the, anytime there's a you know anytime there's a game on, I always root for the guy that's not supposed to win. You know, and you look at that. Yeah. You, you you what you said about the you know the the superstars and the free agents and whatnot, and they they usually you know it's hard for them to gel. Um, Right. Sometimes it's talent alone, but a lot of times you, you get these, why are they here? Why are they playing in this game? And they, they're just so, it's so fun to watch. And, you know, yeah. being able and what you're saying, what I'm hearing is you've got a team that on paper, pretty, pretty impressive. And then to have that gel around you, you got to be pretty proud of what's going on. I, I, I it's I'm, pretty impressive. I, I hope, I hope, uh, you know, I'm a little measured with my excitement uh, these days, but uh, I hope you can hear the pride. Uh, oh, you know, I absolutely, as, absolutely. You know, and yeah. it's uh, it's you know, as as an entrepreneur, and, and you know, it's you you, you want to have that. You that you dream about building a team that's that just kind of goes. It just goes along, and and it's starting to gel, and everybody's working together. And and I can see it. I can. See it's on paper, and listening to you now. You and Alex, I, it's you're definitely Cloudwater is is definitely a, a brand to to look out for. So, well, so what 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 uh, you know? Let's take away what's going on in the world, but uh, let's let's go let's go back a month. Let's go back a month. Um, one month ago, wh- what were you guys thinking, and what were you guys planning on? You know, were you rolling out? What, give me a little bit about a, a, what you guys' plans were for 2020. Good, Alex. Yep. So uh, we actually just uh, signed on with um, one of the largest distributors in the country here in the Northeast. Um, and we're actually kicking off. Um, we kicked off this week. We thought that that would um, be delayed. But thankfully, you know, the demand for beverage and the demand for functional beverages um, are, are still pretty high, despite, you know, what is happening in the world right now. Uh, so we just kicked off with this um, distributor, which we think will really open us up from an availability perspective where, you know, you will be able to actually now find cloud water in many locations in the Northeast. Um, we have a very robust um, direct-to-consumer business, so our online sales are um, also pretty impressive. Um, and I think, you know, it's just a combination, I think, of timing, you know, and people looking for um, something that's going to, you know, help both their mental and their physical well-being. Um, so have two healthy, you know, pieces of business there. We've also, um, we've got a, a pretty impressive retailer in Southern California called Air One um, that we're seeing kind of record numbers with. So um, we're really just kind of getting started and starting, you know, to get ourselves on the map. But um, so far, it's been a really it's a couple of months. And, and what we're seeing, I don't think we really imagined from just, you know, a velocity perspective, which is kind of like the metric of how the industry sees a brand's success is how quickly it's pulled off the shelf. And um, we're seeing kind of record numbers and are pretty excited about what's to come. Well, one of the, one of the things, 
when you watch like I've watched Shark Tank for years and years and years, and every time someone brings a a beverage, they they just kind of roll their eyes and like you have no idea what you're getting into. You have no idea how competitive this market is. And so I think that has a lot to do with how you know I look at you when looking at your deck. Just it's like wow, okay, these guys definitely know people inside the industry. Um, that's what I think that's what makes this for me so impressive. And you know. The, you have the, the market, you know, you just, uh, you find yourself walking through the beverage aisle and you just look and go, wow, this is to get to this point has just a monumental task. Yeah. Well, they yeah, say well, that the, uh, um, the mortality rate for um, beverage is, you know, eight out of 10. I think one of the um, advantages that we have is the different things that have come together. So, you know, as Mark mentioned, certainly the team, but, you know, we've got a, a great tasting product. It's efficacious. We stand by what we say in terms of our ingredients. In fact, you know, if you um, had a, a bottle of cloud water in your hand right now and you um, scan the QR code, it takes you actually to our um, analysis so you can see exactly how much CBD we have in there. So very, very transparent. And I think some of those things coming together, you know, product, branding, team, um, it's, it's like the perfect storm. And I, I'm hoping that that's what's going to give us the advantage so that we are not part of that mortality rate. <laughs> And just to uh, just to add on to that, uh, I mean, I think that going back further than a month, um, you know, a lot of us have built, you know, a variety of different types of businesses. And, uh, you know, we anticipated those statistics. We anticipated um, certainly we're getting into a space that there's going to be an incredible amount of noise. And, uh, you know, we saw a lot of brands kind of – we were one of the first movers – uh, but we were one of the slowest movers in the beginning, and we did that, you know, uh, uh, very deliberately. Uh, we wanted to test and get feedback and, and then evolve and iterate. And, you know, we put a lot of thought into our packaging. So as you're walking down that aisle uh, and you see this beautiful, you know, piece of art, at least that's how we feel about our bottle, um, you know, that stands out, that's reusable and sustainable, you, you stop and say, hmm, what is this? And, uh, you know, we, 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 we just put a lot of thought into that. And then the taste profiles, uh, we were, you know, we were, we were pretty uh, stingy about, you know, releasing them until we felt that they were going to, you know, create this, enlighten the senses of our, of our, you know, of our customers, if you will. And that allowed some brands, you know, at least for the moment, like a horse race to kind of surpass us on the number of doors and so forth. But as Alex will tell you a million times, and she taught me, getting into a door is one thing. Um, turning over and velocity and staying there is another. And, you know, we took that approach to say, we're in this for the long game. You know, CBD is not going anywhere. And if these projections by Brightfield and Cowan or anything, you know, in the ballpark, there's going to be a lot to go around. So let's make sure that, you know, we build the, the pillars of foundation to stay. And we're cloud water brands. And we envision um, having one day potentially more than just a, a, a cloud water beverage. We can, you know, morph into some other things uh, as, we, as we grow and gain more experience. So we were able to anticipate some of these things early on, and they're, they're really paying us back right now as, uh, you know, we're now starting to penetrate the market and scale. Yeah, and, of course, the CBD market, I've seen it, you know, being on the – it's funny, we're talking about something, of, you know, that completely – from the hemp logic side of this, you know, hemp logic is more of a consulting farming. It, we deal with, you know, I, I always say my experience level goes right up to the edge of the field. 
and then I, it drops, it drops off a cliff, you know, um, now we're talking, I've got somebody on the show that's, that's literally has put something into, into a store and actually having it sold on a retail level in a, in a store. So it's, it's kind of fun to, to have this, um, you know, expand the, expand the knowledge base here. Um, you know, the, the CBD market I've noticed, you know, I've, I've watched it. Um, it happened to me, you know, this, this time last year, you know, the, the world was, it's, was the oyster. It was like, Oh my God, we are, you know, the, the financials we were seeing, the decks we were seeing incredible amounts of money, you know, billions of dollars were being thrown around fast forward just nine months and the whole market had turned on its head, you know, um, it's kind of sickening, but it was, and it was kind of, I could kind of see it was going to happen, but I was hoping that it wasn't, but sure enough, I mean, dealing with the farming side of this and watching people um, fail and couldn't get their crops out of the field. Um, so, but the hemp market, the hemp industry, you know, the CBD market is, is still growing. And I think you guys, you're the market that we were hoping was going to catch up with us and it's still doing that. Um, the extractors are still are are going through what they contracted. I haven't seen the the market um, start to buy material from farmers that didn't have contracts. That's still up right. in the air. There's still a lot of biomass for sale, but the extractors are still slowly burning through it. And it's to it's to people like you guys that you guys are are you guys con? Do you have a extractor are you guys contracted with a, a set a special contractor or um how do, how do you go about getting uh, your raw material on the cbd side yeah I, I mean that's a good question so uh carol um you know who in between some of her um other projects uh went out to colorado and really really started to study cbd and get a, a great handle on it um and so she insulates folks like alex and i from the dozens and dozens of samples that, you know, she has looked at uh, and continues to look at because it's a continuous R&D process. And, you know, we found a very reputable, um, you know, larger uh, a producer um, in Colorado that grew organically. Um, their COAs were very consistent. Their pricing was competitive. Um, and we actually then, uh, so we sourced the isolate, you know, kind of as, as a raw material and then we created a, a proprietary um, emulsification process in our own lab so that we could control the, the stability and balance. Uh, what we started to find is even though the biomass might have been of quality, uh, some of the attributes, once you mix it into the beverage, started to throw off uh, pHs, ringing, emulsifications, and things like that. Uh, so Carol worked with um, Ellie, who runs our flavor house, and they created this uh, great process. Uh, but, you know, again, to what Alex said, it's very important that you have a reputable, stable uh, producer, uh, you know, of that, uh, of that biomass so that, you know, we can scale and we're not changing it up o over time. Um, you know, as, you know, education and, and, and you know, the functional spec, if you will, like what is a broad spectrum, what is a full spectrum, a lot of debate going on and we're right in the middle. But at the end of the day, you want to just be able to follow a recipe and when you create a, a beverage like cloud water that people love, uh, the last thing you want to be doing is going back and trying to replicate something from, you know, different recipes. It doesn't really turn out, you know, great. If you want to evolve your product into full spectrum, then you go do that and so forth. So we were very fortunate. 
through um, a lot of due diligence to, uh, you know, contract with uh, Mile High Labs in Colorado, and they've been a great partner for us, um, you know, thus far, and, you know, so far so good. Well, I think in any in any kind of business, if you can, you you have to take your formula and you have, you know formula whether it's making hamburgers, McDonald's, you know form you know they they their formula of making hamburgers was very very methodical and and you have to go through that whole process, um, yeah, and and you have to have consistency uh, from right. you know whether you're you're buying it in Montana or you're buying it in in New York City, in Times Square, that both those bottles have to be exactly the same. Uh, exactly. Exactly. In it, and that I think, once again, that's building a brand. That's building something. Um, and like you were saying earlier, you you went slowly, and that probably helped you, uh, you know, get that part taken care of. Um, you know, supply chain. You know, you can have a formula, and then your supply chain falls apart. It's like ah, uh, so you got to start all over. You know, and then of course well, it's different. Like, yeah, things like this tend to have a binary outcome, right? So. Uh, if if we if we do our jobs and, and things go right, then the match lights and it goes right. And so, uh, one of the reasons we went slowly was exactly that reason. We anticipated the opportunity to scale. A lot of brands fail because of too much opportunity. It's not just because they they all mess up. Mess up sometimes is on the supply chain, right? And not anticipating that, or not sourcing your raw materials uh, and being able to scale, right? So. You know, again, we took a, a little bit of extra time to make sure that if someone put in a, a huge order tomorrow, we'd be able to just, you know, uh, push the gas pedal down further and just scale with that. So we're in real good shape there. That's that's totally. Where are you guys? I mean, so where are, right now? Where are you distributing out of? I mean, if you don't mind, it's, you can talk about no, it. No problem. Uh, we're a New York City-based uh, company. Uh, although we've shut our offices proactively a few weeks ago, and I am in an undisclosed location. I'm just kidding. Uh, we've all, we're all kind of working. <laughs> uh, we're all working remotely. Our uh, co-packer is in New Jersey, uh, and they are operational and, you know, following, you know, the safety standards. They're deemed essential, of course, to the supply chain and so forth. So right now we're, we're manufacturing uh, on the East Coast. Uh, we have distributors in California and Florida. You know, we truck stuff now uh, to where it needs to be. And as we start to scale, we will be looking for geographic uh, and strategic manufacturing facilities to, to, you know, eliminate some of the trucking costs and, and shipping and so forth. Now, shipping shipping kills, and in our and you know on our on our side of the industry, shipping kills because, you know, we're talking we talk about fiber, we talk about all these other parts of the plant that we're talking about using it's always always shipping is is the, the the killer of anything we try to do you know you can take something and the margins are very very small throw it on a truck and now you're paying to have you know now you're in the hole and that's that's part yeah. of the hemp industry that we're dealing with yep is is Indeed. distribution or just getting just getting it from point a to point b so well, what else? What else? Um, what as far as uh, let's something just popped into my head as far as uh, celebrities uh, jumping on board. I mean, obviously, uh, everybody connected inside your deck have to know a few uh, high-profile celebrities. Do you guys look at that as a as a positive, or is that something you're trying to just not get involved in just because of the cost? Uh, well, yeah. go ahead, Alex. 
Oh yeah, I was going to say. Well, uh, we so uh, we have organically attracted a few celebrities, as I'm sure um, you did see in our deck. Um, at this at, at this point in our journey, I'm going through you know a full endorsement deal with a known celebrity with you know an ex paid um, amount is is probably um, a little cart before the horse. Um, in fact, a lot of the brands that I've seen that kind of fail early on they start you know going deep into celebrity endorsements and, and paying those very very hefty fees before their distribution availability is there so you've got all of this noise that you're creating you know via digital and um, you know traditional marketing channels and then when consumers want to go and actually find the product it's, it's nowhere to be found um, so I think that's you know probably a strategy that we would look at a couple of months down the road when we do have that availability uh, but we, we do have some celebrities that it just became um, organic ambassadors of, of the brand, and they very often will post on our behalf, um, which is, you know, which is great. And I think this validation that we, we're on to something. But as far as a, you know, real um, paid endorsement, I'd say we're probably a couple of months away from that. Uh, it just, sorry, so we, that just popped yeah. into my head. It just popped into my head. Sorry, the questions. Uh, I don't really have a format, so it just uh, it's like the, something popped into my head as I'm reading. It's like, oh, what about this? What, which, which takes me to the next question is this is an aluminum can, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So what, what, was the, what was the thought process between an aluminum can versus a, a, a clear uh, plastic where you could see well, first through of all, it? Like, um, yeah. So uh, – we, uh, plastic was off the table day one. Uh, if we're going to be a functional, good-for-you beverage, uh, there was no way, uh, and my co-founder was adamant about it. He's like, you have full operational control except one thing. This is never going in plastic. <laughs> so uh, gotcha. the, the boss had spoken, and I had to listen. But uh, we actually started in glass. And Cloudwater, uh, the name came a little later, and it kind of emanated through, you know, some – ideation and a lot of meetings and it's a cloudy drink and uh, 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 was that an art thing with my wife one day and she's like we looked at this beautiful uh, little cloud uh, statue and she's like oh my god cloud water or something like or she you know, something came out and we we said that we wanted to make these beautiful bottles and uh, because it was cloudy I mean it, it really didn't matter to us but it was we focused more on the bottle to stick out because a lot of beverages, you know, again, they kind of look the same, whether they're in a, a, a soda can or they're in a clear plastic bottle. So it came more from, the, from the, the desire to differentiate. But we switched from glass to aluminum as we started to uh, get feedback from the market. And we also started to anticipate shipping. And shipping glass over shipping aluminum was uh, pretty major, breakage and weight. And so we came up with this, you know, beautiful, sustainable aluminum bottle um, that's reusable. Our, our old glass bottles was a twist off. And part of the feedback was, oh, I can't put the top back on if I want to dose or I want to have some later. So, again, that was part of, the, of going slow and figuring out what's going to be the best scale plan for us. And, you know, luckily we got there based on, you know, a lot of great feedback. I'm sitting here looking at your deck and I'm looking at the pictures of it being in the, the coolers and, and whatnot. And as you're talking, it's all kind of, it's so weird. It's formulating in my head. That story is now sitting there in front of me and it, and it makes sense where before, you know, we're, we're kind of different people. We're, we're on different spectrums of the, the whole thing. I mean, for me, 
it's that was why the question why not plastic um to me it, it doesn't it that doesn't resonate with me oh it's in an aluminum can um it just why the aluminum can but now the hearing your story looking at the pictures it's like oh it, it actually looks really cool especially the one on the on the far left it's uh very clean and it, it's something that you might open up and what the hell is that and, oh cloud water interesting um so as far as the branding, what what other is there anything else you guys want to talk about as far as brands or where, where do you want to take this? This is uh, you know, it, we, we can talk uh, about I mean, just about I, anything. Well, a couple things um, I just want to throw in then, Alex. Of course, sure. Simon, but uh, um, what you know, we, a lot of brands launched with this notion, uh, you know, that CBD will chill you out or you know, kind of bring you down or things like that, and. Uh, a lot of us, uh, including myself, I got a certification in CBD to understand the science and learned very quickly that, you know, CBD um, is known. We don't make any claims as a business, so I'm not going to come on here and say it does this, this, or this, but we did study the science. And the science suggests that uh, it really does create what's called homeostasis in your central nervous system, which is balance. And I always tell people, you know, especially New Yorkers, hey, you're revving your RPMs at 4,000, 5,000 and you have a cloud water or you have some CBD, and you'll feel yourself kind of come back towards closer to idle. And when you're idling, you can make certain decisions, right? Do I go take a nap? Do I go work out? Can I take this meeting now because I'm not as revved up? And, uh, you know, we really started without making claims to try to educate people on the different uses, but we also were educated by our consumers who told us that they were drinking cloud water or using CBD in many facets of their life before Monday morning meeting, after a workout, maybe replacing their Monday, you know, uh, after the cup of coffee. And one of the things that we're most excited about, and I love human resiliency, is people are like, oh, man, this tastes great with my cocktail. And um, all of our cocktail recipes were born. And we do not market it as a mixer, but it is versatile <laughs> enough, right? Exactly. But it, it's yeah. But it's great. I mean, you can ask Alex her favorite drink. I'll tell you my favorite drink. We just launched an Asquith and strawberry. You should probably go to the flavors for a minute, too. We have four flavors, blood orange and coconut, uh, grapefruit, mint, and basil, blackberry, lemon, and rosemary. And then we just launched our Aztec chocolate and strawberry, which is a very divergent path in our other, you know, flavors. And one of the first tests we all do is we pour it into a spirit. And how does it taste, you know, with alcohol? <laughs> not, that, not, not that we're having, not that. Everybody, and, can uh, everybody, but uh, we got a, we got a very important meeting in my in my office at five o'clock. Yeah. Everybody, bring you know, bring it. <laughs> That's right. We're done tasting the flavors on their own. Now let's see how it mixes. And exactly, uh, we made we made with the chocolate. We made this egg cream and had chocolate and some Kahlua, which was incredible or you mix it with bourbon and whatever i'm not advocating for people to drink too much right now but um again uh, in terms of the branding and uh you know like the celebrities like alex aptly pointed out uh we know who we are we know what we want to represent but you know first rule in marketing is you don't market to yourself and you give yourself a little elasticity for the market to fill in the blanks and kind of remind you of either who you are or who you could be and it really helped us to kind of shape you know, and it's an evolution. It's never going to be hard coded that our brand kind of stands for this, a premium experience, you know, great in, ingredients. But as we, you know, interact, 
we're, we're noticing that we can get in the minds of people in, in different facets of their life. And that's great news for a company like ours who obviously wants to sell and sell more and be more of a part of a daily life as opposed to I'll put a cloud water in my fridge for when I come home from work so I can chill out, right? That's not what we wanted. And thankfully, that's not what we got. Alex, if you want to add to that. But I think that's great news for us from a brand standpoint. Yeah, I would agree with that. And I think the the mixing ability was, was certainly not something that we were counting on. Um, I think there are a lot of people out there who are looking to mix their favorite spirit and are kind of turned off by, you know, some of the mixers that are out there, which are usually like sodas or tonics. You look at the sugar content on some of those mixers, and it's, it's really off-putting. Cloudwater is just 40, you know, we're 40 calories in the entire bottle. So um, you compare that uh, with any other mixer, and you'd see, it, you know, it makes sense. Um, so right. my personal favorite um, is uh, blackberry, which I uh, mix in with my vodka uh, with a little bit of lemon zest, and it is truly delicious. It's truly phenomenal. You're, pro- you're probably drinking one right now. It's right. It's- <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm, I am working from home. Anything is possible. <laughs> well, hey, I mean, if I can put that in my orange juice, I mean, then, uh, yeah, it's 1030. It's 1030 my time. So, yeah, it's, it's put it's start, uh, start the Friday off good on the with a nice uh, orange cocktail in the morning. Orange juice cocktail. Did I mention you know only 40 calories? And only, right. for, and only 40 <laughs> calories, yes. Um, right. And uh, and we're like in Vegas right now. Nobody knows what day it is, right? Drinks are um, <laughs> drinks are welcome anytime. We're all losing money, right? What's the difference? <laughs> so, <laughs> so you, you talked about your flavors. Uh, you, so you've got some savory in the sweet, of course, but you got some savory ones there. Is that how I read that? Uh, well, there are you know they're artisanal, made with uh, you know premium botanicals. And our first three flavors, being the blood orange, the grapefruit, mint, and basil, and the blackberry, uh, you know, had a has a nice kind of, uh, you know, I don't want to call it fruity, but, you know, botanical flavor profile. And then the Aztec chocolate, if, for folks who don't know what Aztec chocolate is, there's some kick to it, right? So there's a little spice. Uh, so if you open it and think you're having one of our other flavors, you might just say, whoa, what is that? But once you appreciate kind of the formulation of that, uh, that it's like a, a chocolate flavor you know, drink and a CBD beverage, which, you know, nobody else is doing, um, you know, again, it plays into how we differentiate and, and stay above the noise from, you know, all the other competitors. Uh, and again, it creates the diversity in our, our flavor profiles that we want. You know, not everybody comes up to us and says, oh, my God, I love everything. They come up and say, yeah, I like the grapefruit, but, man, I'm obsessed with the orange. And that's what we want. You want to, you know, you want to open that aperture to, to mass appeal if you can, and we're going to continue to innovate and make flavor profiles that are different, but, you know, obviously uh, stay within the popularity realm. That's the hardest. Uh, you, um, I'm sorry if I, if, if I'm giving myself a way of watching a shit ton of TV, but um, the Le, Marcus Lemonis, you know, he's, they, they, we went into yep. that, one of the ice cream, one of the ice cream places there. And he's like, dude, you've got like 50 different flavors. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, how much are you selling of this flavor? <laughs> you know, right. you, know like, you don't know what your product is, which, you know, I think over time, I think it was a really old company. And I think over time it was, I think the kid, the son uh, was just trying to expand the market, not really understanding what he was trying to expand. Um, but yeah, so you have, you know, you have certain flavors and did this one work? And, and I think as your company grows, you're, you're, 
even more susceptible. How do you introduce a new, a new uh, skew? I was like, ah, right. you know, well, this is a great, you know, uh, we're all, we're all data driven, very sensitive to data tells a story. And the first three flavors pretty much sell equally. Um, blood orange might be a little bit ahead, but overall, um, those three flavors sell pretty equally and the chocolate needs some time to catch up, but it came out of the gate. Um, and we, we were skeptical. We have to, I have to tell you, there were some internal, uh, you know, kind of, you know, it wasn't conflict, but there were, there was definitely, uh, some, you know, mixed feelings about how the chocolate was going to do. And to a lot of our surprise, uh, I love it, but it started to pick up popularity pretty quickly. And so we would expect that and hope that that kind of reaches that level as well. And if you can produce four flavors that are selling neck and neck, you're in great shape. And then again, you have some optionality. Do we keep going wide? Uh, do we now look into another, you know, kind of level, um, you know, within the, under the cloud water umbrella and so forth. And we're always thinking about that and giving ourselves choices. And, you know, right now I think we're great uh, Four flavors, you know, you own a shelf and it's, an, it's an enough diversity to appeal to, uh, you know, a mass audience, and we'll keep watching the data, and then you know we'll make informed decisions. Well, like we you know, and do. then you can look at it from that standpoint, and then also you know you talked about the beverage mixers and whatnot. You know, maybe that you start spinning off. You know, it's like, well, if you like this, what if we did this for you? And you you put it in obviously different yep. packaging and all the different things. But you know, if they if, they, if it leads you that direction, well, I guess that's where we're going. It's these guys want it in this configuration and in this flavor flavor category then that's where we're going to go it's it's i'm excited for you guys it's it's fun to, to to listen to a success story i see it as a success story i don't see a reason why this won't work it's just a matter of you guys <laughs> getting out there and, and it's it's getting it getting into more stores and expanding your your market share so it's cool it's it's really cool i'm glad i got you guys on the got you guys on here because it's this is this is a lot of fun to see it kind of grow right in front of our you know we've been on the we've been on the air now 40 minutes so um yeah i know it's been it's it's this is i gotta say guys this is actually one of the better ones it's uh it's flowing really well you guys interview great i don't know well thank you (laughs) Uh, uh, no, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, Mark, it's talk a, a little bit more mixture. about your team, if you don't mind. Let's let's talk about your team. Um, if you don't, yeah. if that's something, if you, we could. Um, yeah. yeah, sure. Um, so uh, you know, Alex, uh, Alex knows this business uh, better than anybody I've met so far. I mean, she, uh, you know, she has on paper. Um, a lot of experience so you know it's, it's hard to argue there but it's the the level of detail scrutiny um, that she applies to you know creating our ground up forecast to understand how distributors think and work all the little you know minefields that are out there that destroy brands every day um, and some of these conversations are painful I'm not going to lie to you to have to walk through this you know by detail by detail but thank God for that because I mean it really alleviate, um, you know, potential pain that we or other brands, uh, you know, can face. And I'm, I'm really grateful for that. On the other side of me, this Carol, you know, Carol walked into vitamin water, smart water in its early days. Um, she did reformulation. Uh, she built a, an internal, 
you know, distribution uh, platform within cloud water. She wa- excuse me, within vitamin water. I hope they become interchangeable. Uh, and <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. In fact, I definitely go out. Hey, Alex, call 50 Cent and tell him we got to have his next gig for him. Anyway, so. Um, in six months, in six months. Okay, yeah, six months. Is this- uh, and again, so on the other side, uh, you know, it, uh, you know, Carol, who, who built vitamin water from its very early days through the sale to code for $4.2 or $3 billion, um, you know, understands supply chain and all those pitfalls and, and making sure that, you know, there are supply side efficiencies to our, you know, our cost of goods, to our lead times, to things like that. And I look to the right and the left, and I have to say it's just incredibly comforting. Uh, they're incredible women. I have so much respect for them. But their knowledge, uh, you know, really, really makes this a lot easier than I think it would be on a normal day. And um, – Go ahead. You have a question. Oh, I was just going to say, dude, I would not want to be in a in a room with those with those two, and you be the. It's like, hey, whoa, 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 you guys. <laughs> hey, hey, I'm a little intimidated here. You guys are intimidating I, me. <laughs> I, 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 18, we're 18 months in. I still am, but I have to say, it's actually a delightful. Um, you know, I, I if, if if I'm going to win a trophy, that's uh, the trophy should be that. We all came together and took this brand from nothing, and, and we exited, and everybody made a lot of money, and most importantly, felt an incredible amount of pride of what they did. So I'll take the intimidation because we're heading in the right direction. Oh, um, I, I, I mean then, that in, in a total joking way, but you know what? You, yeah, you're no, I know. You, you, yeah. you have definitely two powerful women uh, in the room with you. I mean, if you don't mind, Alex, just reading the deck here, just give people a little bit of who we're talking with. It's, it's you know – Part of the Red Bull Environment Water U.S. launch, you know, you, yeah. you as an entrepreneur, you like you, you want to learn off your past experiences, and you just read this and go, "Wow, you know, she knows where all the where all the bodies are, are hidden. She knows where all the potholes <laughs> exactly. are. You know, it's like yeah. this is awesome. You know, don't go down that path. There's dead bodies down there. Go this way. I don't know what's down there, but at least I know there's no there's no dead bodies at the end of this trail because the last time we tried that now that people people lost their lives so yeah it's it's uh so go ahead mark i didn't mean to cut you off and talking about your team um and you know and beyond um carol and alex which we could talk about all day um my wife julie who had her own kind of design business started to help us out because you know again we've been scrappy we've raised a little bit of money and we're going back a year now and Julie, um, I know she's my wife, but she has the most incredible design. And she kind of took over um, and it really started to, um, uh, you know, help us on the design, our social media, uh, designing our POS and things like that. And really uh, took what um, our earlier friends at a company called VGS did to help us create the brand. And she kind of took over and took it to the next level. And she makes us look amazing. Right. And we're lucky to have her. And, uh, you know, on the design side, presentation is everything. Uh, our advisors are some of the most astute beverage people and entrepreneurs. Our investor group are incredibly dynamic. Uh, I'm so lucky to have these investors. They call me all the time and it's not to ask me how their money is doing. They all offer their support. They give, give us opportunities to pursue and, you know, always let us know if there's anything they could do for us. So the insulation levels go much deeper 
than just the day-to-day team. The advisor team is incredible, the investor team. So, you know, again, I, as I told you at the onset, the more and more we talk about this, the less about me, and it shouldn't be, it is, it's really um, incredible to have these layers of, you know, both experience and I'll call protection, especially at a time like this, um, that rally around. They all have rallied around the company in the last week or two to help us come up with a just through this crisis. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's it's really, guys. I, I got to tell you, as far as the, the if you're listening to this, this is really an impressive deck. Uh, you just it's just keeps like you said layer after layer after layer and i'm sitting here i'm thinking as you're talking i'm like god if i had a million dollars i'd be like hey mark can i get i get in on this i kind of want to i want to play because it's that cool it's it's that impressive and it's not you know it's it's not about the flash like alex was talking about celebrities and and whatnot it's not about really the celebrity or the the flash of the whole thing it's the, the team and you know talking to you mark you truly are believing in what you've got built around you. And that's so cool. Yeah. Um, and, you know, there's two accelerants that we're anticipating in the near future that, you know, could potentially slingshot us. And that's, uh, that is a, um, uh, you know, government or FDA regulation that will open, you know, open the, the spigot, if you will, to, uh, you know, much bigger, uh, distribution opportunities for us. You know, that, that obscurity has hurt a lot of companies. And so we're waiting for the FDA to come out and kind of create a, uh, a level uh, framework for everybody. And then as Alex said, once you establish your identity, have distribution, and you start to tap into some of the contacts we have in entertainment, music, and, and sports um, that are all kind of willing to jump in and help the brand, uh, we're really excited to add those accelerants at the right time. And so we're just, like I said, we're just beginning here and we, we still have some, you know, cards in our deck to play uh, as, uh, you know, things go forward. Right on. Well, uh, I don't know. I'm kind of fading out here. What, uh, do we have anything, <laughs> you know, it's, we could, we could dive into what's going on in the world, but I don't really want to get depressed um, after having such no, a great, I, uh, the only thing I want to say, like, I, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't know uh, how many business owners or leaders or small business folks are out there, um, but uh, you know, I, if you don't mind, just you know, to say that I think uh, times like this uh, they bring out, you know, a lot, and and how we handle, and when I say we, I'm talking to fellow business owners, how we handle this crisis will define us and our brands for many years to come. How we treat our employees treat our vendors, how we treat our customers, right? And most importantly, being proactive about anticipating some pain and creating the least amount of damage, right? And uh, the more out in front of that you are, the more sustainable, you know, your brand can be. And just don't forget your own. I know sometimes we're forced to think myopically, oh my God, we're going to run out of money, but it's the people in your business that's going to make it for you or break it. And uh, those people should be the last ones on that list to get hurt at a time like this. Uh, the SBA is throwing out a lot of money for companies like ours and others to, you know, to, to help support us through this time. And I just hope people and leaders are being proactive as scary as this time is. Um, and that, that comes from a, a position of, of optimism and hope. We will get through this. We don't need to get depressed. Um, but, you know, it's more depressing if you unfortunately have to lose your business and great people 
Um, you know, it, especially if it's avoidable. Uh, but you know, we love that that you took you brought us on today, uh, Alex. It's always great to chat with you and have some fun. I'm gonna uh, go work out, and I'm gonna have a, a cloud a cloud cocktail for sure. It's beautiful. Out. <laughs> you know, I'm gonna hit that cloud water hard. It's uh, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you guys, you guys have been, you know, I, I I gotta say, as you know, I started this podcast. Just you know, I I thought it would be kind of fun. I was listening to Joe Rogan, and he was someone had asked him about, you know, how'd you start this. How'd you start this cast? He goes, Oh man, I was doing this. And, and I just, uh, I just did it. And then he goes, if, if you're thinking about doing a podcast, just do it. You just got to start. And right. So I started it. And like I told you in my email, Mark, um, you know, my first four episodes were done out of the cab of my truck. Yeah, I'm on alongside the road. I'm alongside the road with my phone plugged into my computer so I could get on and actually do the podcast. And the first four were done out of the cab of my truck. So um, I thought that that was kind of a cool, uh, if you're going to do it, you just got to start. And I, you know, I would recommend it. It's, yep. If you can, it's not, uh, it's not something you have to put a whole lot of time into. I know some people like to edit. I think for me, I'm hearing feedback. That, I love it. Um, I, the the not I editing great the the, the yeah, not perfect. editing part really throws people off it's like oh this is it's is it live I'm like well no it's not live per se because it has to upload to the to the cloud but I don't edit it I don't break it out and I don't take out the ahs and the ums and the the dead silence and they're like oh I don't know if I want to get on so having you come on and and it's been a great um, it's been a great, it's been a great podcast. And I really thank both of you for spending the going on. This is one of my longer ones. We're going on 50, 53 minutes. So, um, you guys have been great. You guys have been great. You know, I think you guys be safe. Um, you know, we're going through some tough times here and, and you know what, I definitely would like to get some of this cloud water. I don't know what I got to do to get some, but I know I'm in Bedford, Oregon right now. I was just going to say uh, one selfish plug. Uh, if you want to follow us uh, at Cloudwater CBD on on uh, Instagram, we are giving out uh, discounts now to people to help them through this time. We are donating proceeds to the food banks, so uh, we're not making a lot of money right now. So I'm not pushing sales for profit, but you know we need to make it through this time. Also, if you want to try it, uh, we have sampler packs. You know, come on, follow us if you want. Any follow-up questions for me, Alex, or the team, DM us. We're very responsive, and we're really grateful that you had us on today and wish everybody yeah. out there the best for this time. Absolutely. You guys you guys have been great. Um, make sure you Thank guys you. keep in touch. You guys make sure you guys keep in touch. I wanna, I'm definitely going to follow you guys now. So, All sure. right, guys. Great. Thanks, All man. right. Thank you. you guys right, have a good day. Care. I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. All right, guys. That was uh, Cloudwater's Mark C- CEO, Mark Seiden, as well as Alex Galandez, uh, CRO of uh, Cloudwater. One of the greater, one of the best uh, episodes so far. I think uh, it went really well. If you're still with us at this time, I uh, really appreciate you listening. If you'd like to be on the radio, if you'd like to be on the program, hit me up at radio at hemplogic.com with any ideas you might have. You guys have a great day. You guys be safe out there. It's kind of crazy. And uh, we'll let you guys go. Have a good one.